354? I'm sorry, 358. Okay, I was like, well, I think we're higher than that. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. 358. Yes. We are here. Welcome to the show. We are here. Can I ask still you with a the same personal enthusiasm. question? Oh, yes. I was thinking about this because I was uh, uh, remembering what it was like to be in your shoes of yeah. new, newly single after being married. Yeah. And I wonder... They're high heel shoes now, you know. Yes, no, girl. <laughs> Do you have... Um, waves of loneliness or are you just like whatever freedom you know i don't have waves of loneliness wow really that's amazing i'm feel i'm doing pretty good i can't i'm trying to think of when i i felt a little bit i mean sometimes the the just everything that's involved in getting divorced that's heavy but that's just what you know part of it and i know Mm -hmm. it's just going to be tough and i'm going to go through it and it's going to be fine and you know it's like i can't not have all that like this is how you do it you want to get divorced you got to do this stuff i was thinking uh, about how i didn't even like at the time i'm not on facebook anymore but at the time i was very active on facebook and i hated how many people were friends with both of us i know you can't expect people to sort of pick a friend and all right. that, but it still just irks. It still to this day irks me. I'm just like, why are they yeah, still following? It is you? tough. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think some people just don't ever go. Like, it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing as we were talking about last week about how they like are dying for you to sign up for the you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mailing yeah. list of anything because a lot most people don't unsubscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most so people are like going around. Never gone to the people. effort un, uh, to like unfriend. Like you know, there are very few people that I've. Yeah, good point. You know, unless I'm like, oh, that's too painful to see. But it's just this petty sort of thing that yeah. when you're going through a breakup, sometimes you think, oh, I don't like that. Well, I will say sometimes I do feel lonely when you know there are like you know events or parties or stuff like that that like I just don't hear about or know about that normally I would have been invited to. Yeah. But I was like, oh, well, I guess that's, you know, I guess it's I got to find is. other. Yeah. That's just, okay. Not going to those parties anymore, I guess. And that's fine. Cause I got, you know, I got my, my own little. Yeah. You have yeah. your own tribe. Um, my own tribe. Yeah. Um, we have to get the update on those baseball players. Oh that my lives. gosh. Oh, Suze, I've been like dying. I can't even believe it. So, okay, where do I even start? Well, in the last episode, we talked about how your brother said there was this story about these two baseball players who swapped families and lives, and it sounds like not true. Okay, so not only is it true, but it was like all over the news at the time there, and it was in 1973. They were two Yankee pitchers. That's the crazy part. That they both, both were pitchers. the same position. Yeah. yeah, it's really weird. Okay, so their names are Frank Fritz Peterson and Mike uh, Kike, K-E-K-I-C-H, Keek, mm-hmm. Kike, something like that. Um, so, yes, so they called a press conference one day and announced that they were trading families, including wives, children, and pets. <laughs> and they kept arguing, like, don't make anything sorted out of this. Oh, like, my this is God. Not, you know, this isn't a sex thing. We didn't swap wives. We swapped lives. And Wow. Yeah. So I kept reading about it, and I kept, like, you know, and the the sad thing is, or the, I mean, it's not sad, but the the unfortunate thing is I think journalists at the time 
just didn't have the understanding of what, I mean, the mental health field did not have the understanding of what could be going on here. I don't have the understanding. What the heck? Well, after I'm reading the stories, so there's one, one of the guys, um, I think it's Fritz. So (laughs) he marries, he marries this woman and they end up like madly in love. So it seems like two of them really did have a, like they're still married. Oh my God. They're still alive. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They've been married for, oh my God, something like crazy, something like 45 years. So they fell in love and they decided they wanted this situation and then had to convince the other two. Think? I think that's I yes I think that that is kind of in a way oh like God. what happened because it seemed kind of like yeah her name's Suzanne and that was like my this the other guy's wife and they swap mm-hmm. and the the it seemed like you know the the guy who had a successful marriage he says you know both of us were looking like we had like by all standards we had good marriages but we were looking for something great and the only way i would leave right and the only way i would leave my family would be if it were like earth shattering like this this you know amazing love kind of thing what it wants yeah but i think that he maybe was a narcissist who Mm. convinced this whole thing to go down because the other guy they could never work it out. Like him and him and uh, uh, her name was Marilyn Fritz and Marilyn. They <laughs> uh, they could never work it out, and they got divorced. Like they filed for separation, and they had to live separately for like a year before they could file like a no, uh, oh you know, whatever it's called, no contest divorce or whatever. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, but, you know, we're, no fault no divorce, fault. Mm-hmm. no fault. Yeah, and it just seems like. And then, then their baseball careers went downhill too. After that, it just like totally <laughs> destroyed. So like, that's another well, story. What the hell happened but, to the kids? Well, okay. So one of them had two daughters, and the two daughters oh, like couldn't really understand what was going on, and kind of like lost connection to their dad. And he like he chose. He's the one that, that where everything worked. Like like his relationship with the wife worked, and he like sacrificed his relationships with his daughters for that. Mm-mm. And the other guy, they swapped like one child, but not the other, because the other one was like, no, I want to be with mom. And then the oh, one of the one of the and then the the couple that was like really in love, they wanted to move. Like they moved to some other house, and and then the the other guy followed him because he's like, I want to be next to my kids. So it Jesus sounds like Christ. that guy was like r- pulling all the strings, right? And I want somebody to really like. I feel like this guy's like a narcissist who had all of them, like, convinced that this is the right thing to do, but it's really just to benefit him. Yeah, he was real persuasive. Yeah, and people started wondering because the wife of one of the of the Mike of Mike stopped showing up. No, the my, the wife Fritz. of of Fritz, the other one, the one who like who she ended that up leaving him. Laugh I know. Yeah. It's so yes. It's real confusing. Even when I was reading it, I'm like, who's who? Yeah. Um, she people were noticing that she started showing up to baseball games in a different wig. Like she always oh, wore a blonde wig that like her husband liked, and then she started showing up in a different one. People were like, what's that going about? And she was wearing it for the other guy. 
And then it became oh, this whole man. thing where the wives were like competing to try to get the other one's attention. It was really bizarre. And I, I think it's a, oh my God. And like the wives like refused to comment and, you know, on interviews Jeez, and stuff like Louise. that. Yeah. It seems like. You know, when you first told me about it, it's it was just inconceivable. But then the more I think about it, I remember, and I think this is not unusual, where you find out your partner is cheating and, mm-hmm. like, you get a divorce and the, the cheating p- couple gets married. Yeah. And then the <sighs> betrayed partner ends up hooking up with the other oh, person's spouse. Correct. Like, um, Shania Twain totally. did that. When Mutt Lang left her for his new woman, Shania ended up marrying the new woman's ex-husband. Okay. So it's not, I mean, this is more extreme. Yeah, but like even that example is the only thing that's extreme about that is, or the only thing that's different is that they got a divorce first. Well, Well, yeah. And she met afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times if you've been betrayed and then the other person that's been betrayed, you can bond Yes. By that mutual pain. Oh, my God. That is what I'm trying really hard not to, like, in in being, like, you know, yeah. fresh out of a, a, a divorce. I don't want to be paired up with somebody who we only connect on, yeah. like, talking about, Bitching. like, yes, <laughs> yeah, the exes right. or, like, you know, what we deserve or what we should I have had or whatever. I think that happens quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I was just watching this uh, this little video clip on a great... Um, this great like guy on um, Instagram I follow, and his account's called Create the Love, and he just says he's really good. I think he's, I don't know if he's a therapist, but he says all therapy stuff, and he's talking about what happens when how some people come in our lives at a certain time for certain reasons, yeah. and and that you have to understand the the, the what brought you together, mm-hmm. and you have to be okay with like when that, so if, if somebody comes to you and, and, you know, you start dating somebody who's recently gone through a breakup and you're able to give them like to see them in a way that they're there, the other person didn't, and you're able to give them compassion and love and, and help heal them in a way that your role in their life was like to help heal them. And you can't expect that to translate into the kind of love where you're both going to be like supporting each other. I mean, some, maybe yes, but most of the time, no, <sighs> where you, because one person is, it's really the needs of one person over the needs of the other. And it's, and then you become the helper for like the wrong reasons. Like you fall into the role of like, oh, I'm the, you know, I tend to do that where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to help I'm going to fix this. You're yes. the fixer. So then my role is like the helper or the fixer. And then that doesn't allow for me to really be the one who maybe needs like some fixing sometimes or some help. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you should swap your partner, but you should definitely swap out your crappy furniture for some quality yes. handcrafted Joybird furniture. Yes. It's made with care and precision. It's beautiful. Sometimes Gorgeous. I feel like, you know, how we all follow those accounts on Instagram and we think, oh, I want my house to look like this or that. You can do it and do it yes. affordably if you have a company like Joybird who skips the middleman, lets you order directly from online and you can get the fabric of your dreams, whatever color you want, they have it. Bubblegum pink, uh, hot so red, cool. coral. Even cool neutrals. Really nice. They have rich buttery leather ones too. I love those leather. So beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yep. 
and uh, they have a range of kid and pet friendly upholstery options so they won't get wrecked by your household and they have design consultants and they give you 365 days to try it at home and uh, sit on it sleep on it break it in if you don't love it you can return it See how Joybird can help you design your dream space. Make furniture your own at joybird.com slash brain candy. Create the furniture that brings you joy today by uh, going to joybird.com slash brain candy. Go to joybird.com slash brain candy and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using code brain candy. 25%? Yeah, man. Oh you say that that's, every time. It's oh, so funny. Because that's like such a big, because I remember <laughs> when I went and ordered something and I, it was not that much. Oh, nice. I like used a code and I like got 15% off, I oh, think. Oh, see, and this now is I'm better. Like, 25. Why aren't you using our code? Use our code. Come on. Yes. So that's a good deal. Go for that. Yeah. That story's crazy. I'm so glad your brother brought that to our I attention. Know. Yeah. And I have the, the photo. I mean, I'll put this in the news article for sure because I'm like, it's so hard to keep all the names straight and all the players. Yeah. <laughs> they need like a chart. They really well. That's so funny you say that because one of the pictures has a chart. It's like this one went to this one, went to this one. That's so funny you say that. <laughs> the, the article has like that's really great. Yeah, man, because it's hard to keep those things straight. It's like a soap opera, you know. Yeah. Oh my god, it totally is like real life telenovela. I I read this uh, article though about a woman who who caught her fiance cheating. Did we talk about this already? Where. They were getting married, and she found out that he was. I think I did, and she oh, went up in front read of the, the tweets. Yeah, yeah. Read his cheating text at the wedding. That was ball ass. I just ass thought move. of that. Oh yeah. my god! Can you? Did we decide me? if we would or wouldn't do that? I we said we wouldn't, but I would yeah. really love to be at the wedding when right. that happened. That was it. Yes, correct. Don't want to be the one doing it because that could that's petty. But, oh, God, what would you do? Did, and I don't know if I said this on there before, but I went to a wedding once where uh, the woman found out that she, that her husband was cheating on her on their honeymoon. Oh, man. I mean, talk about a day late and a dollar short <laughs> or right. Like, you couldn't have found out 48 hours. And it was with a, a, a woman that he had gone to like elementary school with and knew like his whole life oh lord so that's it wasn't the worst even, like, like my I best know. friend's wedding or something yeah oh yeah but like okay if you're married and you yeah. succumb to temptation or you're unhappy in your marriage but you don't want to get mm-hmm. a divorce like that's how i imagine a lot of cheating happens mm-hmm. but why if you're cheating before you get married are you right. still getting married right run for the hills yeah. Or, you know, I do, like, I hear from, from, well, no, it's more like before they have a kid. But yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's like where there's a little bit of an acting out. I hear from a lot of my friends and. So they're that, married like, and they don't have a kid and the person cheats or what? Well, then they, they're married. They don't have a kid yet, but then the, the woman gets pregnant and it's like right before yeah, okay. she's going to, and there's like this panic that they're, maybe they like, did, like they have that night where they like go out and get, you know, drink way too much and come back at two o'clock in the morning or whatever. Or they like, they, then they do something like you find out they maybe had an affair or something like that. Like I, things that there can be a little bit of like this anxiety that I think is, is it can be played out in in kind of like negative ways by 
just anecdotally. I don't think it ever is going to end well if you're cheating and then still get married. Like, right. that's never going to be like, oh, now I'm a changed person. Is it ever? Yeah, but... I mean, mm, you're clearly I mean, not I happy. Do kind of, I do kind of have this, like, once a cheater, always a cheater kind of, like... Like, they have the poten- like the potential to do it. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Like, I will proudly say I've never done that. I never cheated. Yeah, I know. You're not a cheater. That's so I nice can't do be- it. Like, oh, my God. I can't even... Oh, not even... I uh, felt guilty, like, looking at... Which is silly. I shouldn't think like that. But I just... I, yeah, I couldn't do it and wouldn't want to. And so I don't think I ever would. Mm. And so I think somebody who has gone there, like it gets easier to kind of go there. Yeah, I guess so. You know, but I don't know. I'm but not I good do at think dumping everybody can people. change. That's my problem is like I stay oh. too long when I need to have gone a long time ago. And that's yeah. when I act out because I'm just like, <gasps> get me out Correct. of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You do things like maybe they'll, bur- yeah, self-sabotage. That's <laughs> right. much more common. Yeah. Right. But you're what you is much more much healthier <laughs> yeah you know i've only broken up with have one two i guess i have broken up with a lot of people yeah but there were like clear reasons sometimes well yeah, people like, date a lot longer now you know people get married so much later right there's so but many i mean more- even before like when like you know when i was younger and like not even thinking about marriage but like just to like get in the practice of like D- dumping somebody, oof, that's hard to do. Oh my God, I can't do it. It did. It, there was, yeah. And because, like, uh, often the people that I broke up with, like, I saw good, there were things that I really liked about them. They're just not, the per- like, the person that I want to, like, hang out with for forever. Yeah. It's like you know? that, remember that book, uh, He's Just Not That Into You, that was so popular? Yeah. I mean, that's she a tough pill to swallow because peop- women, especially, are just like, why doesn't he love me? Right. And that guy just being like, he's just not that into you was so right. revolutionary because we just can't accept that that could be true. Right. Like, have you seen me? I'm adorable. Yeah. Adam no. wanted me to tell you, by the way, he wanted me to discuss that I've watched another 80s film that what? I hadn't seen before. Oh, tell me. Dirty Dancing. <gasps> what do you think? <laughs> I mean, it was really good. It was really Come good. on. Isn't that such a good one? Yeah. And I, cl- I said to him, I cannot believe that I went 30 years y- yes. without anyone spoiling the abortion subplot. Oh, right. I yeah. never knew that was even a thing. So right. It really she felt goes like, and yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. There was a lot to that film that I didn't expect. I didn't think it would Isn't be so it deep. It's so deep. It's so good. And come on, that dance, like, that is so sexy. Do, are you into Patrick Swayze? Well, I wasn't until I saw that, until I saw his, how his hips move, and I was like, damn. Really? Oh, my God. That guy knows how to bang. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. He is making sure you get yours, too. <laughs> 100%. Well, Look at that. The way he grabs those hips. Please, and he's all strong, lifting her up, her up in the air like that. Oh my God! Look, I'm kind of, I'm like got marbles in my mouth. I'm getting so excited. So, are you referring to the character or Patrick, the Johnny Castle or Patrick Swayze? You know, it's got to be, it's got to be Patrick Swayze because I also saw Road, Road, wasn't he? In oh Roadhouse? yeah, Roadhouse. I saw Roadhouse recently, and I was like, damn. Yeah, he's handsome. My husband has a male man crush on him, big time. Oh, well, see, and your husband and I are so similar. Of course we'd both be into him. (laughs) 
We have the same taste in men, too. I mean, I think he's handsome, and of course he can move, but, or RIP. You're not into it. Yeah, like, it's a little too feminine for me. The dancing. It's a terrible thing. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, my God. I'm like, yeah. Like, I get it. I definitely know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about with him, though. And I think what it is, is it's a theatrical dance. Yeah, yeah. It's like, almost like a Broadway. Yes. Yeah, and he was trained classically, yeah. Yeah, and you can see that. And he's got, like, the whole moves. And, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, oh, my God. I'm, like, totally just staring up at the ceiling, going somewhere in my mind right now. (laughs) Oh, Susie, sorry. I'm here. We were laughing because... Like, basically, her wardrobe before she was cool is what I wear in real life. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. It really is. Like, I, which is weird because I also never knew that it, it's an 80s movie, but it's set in the 60s. And I never knew that because her entire wardrobe is not reflective of that time period. Some of the dresses, but yeah, you're right. It does kind of, it is, that's true. It feels modern in terms of It does feel like that. Yeah, it's only like the hints with like the... With the other characters, yes. Yeah. But not, not yeah. with the... What's her face? Interesting. Ba- what are they? Baby? Baby. That's ridiculous. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Yeah, that is ridiculous. That part I did think was silly. I'm like, why are we calling her that? Yeah. I like that yeah. at the end he called her Frances. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. That is the <laughs> movie that I watched for the very first time when I first got dumped and I... <laughs> first got st- Dumped. Yeah, when I when Land and I broke up the very first time and I went to my apartment, new apartment, and I was like, I'm out of here. And I didn't even have the electricity turned on. I didn't have anything. Oh, I just had... You just had Patrick. I just had Dirty, Down, Dirty Dancing downloaded on my computer and candles. And I Aww. watched it and cried and it was so good. See, this is what this is too. what nostalgia can do for you. Like, take you back to another time, and that is why you need to try Legacy Box. If yes. you have old home movies or photos, or maybe your parents do, hidden in the attic. Why? What if they're really good dancers and it's on video and you don't even know? Yeah, and like I think this is We're a great idea. If That's you want, also hilarious. You, <laughs> you can digitize all those old memories and then put them out on freaking like Throwback Thursday instead oh, of... Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, having them in your closet all the time. Um, and like I said, it's great for a gift because our parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles, they don't have anything digitized, so... You could send this to them. And there's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. So visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering our listeners an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash brain and you get 40% off your first order. Go to LegacyBox.com slash brain and save 40% today. Get started preserving your past. Super easy. You just put them in a box and send them to them and mm-hmm. and they send you back. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Dirty Dancing. Checked. That box. Check. So Uh, funny. Update on baseball players. Check. Yes. Um, Okay. Now. Now. What do I want to talk? Oh, I was reading this article about, um, Mm -hmm. you know how we always talk about the inequality of men and women's (laughs) workload and the invisible labor that so many women. Oh, that old subject? Yeah. There's, there was another study that was done that said that that time inequality was also uh, present for teen boys and girls. 
It's whoa, not whoa, whoa. just... So what, Im- what the time inequality? Yeah, like the amount of time you put towards oh, chores oh, right. or labor. Oh, oh for freaking sure it is. And this 100%. is bonkers part two, that there is an allowance pay gap. <gasps> okay, I can see this. And they're paying... Oh my God, Suze, you're so right. Mm-hmm. Let's also think about the chores that the that you know boys stereotypically do that are like mowing the lawn or doing these outside labor stuff and then babysitting that Mm -hmm. girls do babysitters even though that's way you should be getting paid five times as much for that because for christ's sake you're keeping something alive right and uh they definitely get paid less and the those other chores get paid more i know i remember this yeah and oh my gosh, this is like, okay, I'm, I'm actually like, I have a whole, I'm like, my brain is going a million places. So I'm thinking about my mom and how, what she did when we were growing up and she would pay me no joke, 25 cents an hour to babysit. Like she would like, <gasps> like pit me out to her friends. Like Sarah can babysit. Cents? I'm not kidding. There was a friend of hers that I babysat her children and she paid me 25 and my mom, I think my mom said it as a joke, but because she was like, you don't need to pay it. Like, don't pay it. My mom was like, don't worry. Like, she'll do it pro bono. I'm like, mom. No. You're terrible. You're a terrible agent. Uh, and so then my mom would never like, she would tell my, bo- my, my, my boys, she would tell like my brothers like, oh, I'll give you five bucks to mow the lawn. Right. And I think it's that. It's the chore that she doesn't want to do or she's yeah. labeled that in her, her head. I, that's something that I don't really like doing, but I watch kids and that's no problem. Yes. So there's no, she's in her mind devalued it. <gasps> Dude, I, I can see this. I cannot believe that there's a pay gap this. for teens. This is totally, of course there is. Do you think that also it's in addition to perhaps it being about what the job is and how badly the, the, maybe the mom doesn't want to do it? But also the sense that, well, boys have to, I don't know, pay for dates or something? That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like, once they're past a certain age of, like, People think oh, they you're going to need, gonna need this because you're going out on a, Because that's always know. the argument about why men make more at work is they're seen as providers, whereas women's income is seen as um, just sort of an additional or complement the main oh, yeah. income of the family. Yeah. There's a great new movie that uh, Mindy Kaling produced. It's on Netflix. Or no, it's on Amazon. And it's about um, it's about a woman who's a, a, a talk show, like night, nighttime talk show host. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. Late Night is it called? Yes, mm-hmm. Late Night. It's good. And there's one scene where her, one of her writers comes to her and says... Um, so my wife just had a baby and, uh, you know, I could really use the extra money. And so I'd, I'd really like a raise. And she like goes into this whole thing about what you're, see, what you're doing here right now is exactly why we have the, you know, income inequality gap, because you're asking for a raise for the same reason that most women get fired and blah, blah, blah. And goes in this whole thing and she ends up like firing him. And it's, but the scene is so great. And it's, it's, I, I mean, the movie, it was really, it was good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, that's so shout out to that movie and Mindy Kaling for for putting movie. for putting We're uh, awesome shouting stuff out in there. movies. Yes, yes, we are. Um, yeah, that really bugs me. So if you have kids, just keep that in mind when you're paying yeah. them their little whatever. Yeah. Um, what I'm else? All, I can't wait to make a chore chart. <laughs> I'm like so, so excited 
I do. I can't wait to, for like disciplinary things and like, oh, do you think I just, though that that it's going to be like how you when you got a dog that went out the window? <laughs> But it didn't. Well, you said that. I'm not saying it about you. I think you're a great dog yeah. mom. But yeah. early on I with Sigmund, on remember? Oh, God. Like, no, he's impossible. Remember you well, found I, out okay. you were doing all the wrong things? Come if on. I get, if I get a child like Sigmund, then all bets are off. <laughs> yeah, that's you're what right. I got. That's, that's, that, you're right. You know what? You're right. And then I'm just going to be like, here's an iPad. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. That'll be my parenting strategy. Because like, okay. forget it. But, but if with you Bo, have one like, that wants Bo, I to, can train and like she yeah. wants to learn and she does everything. And so like when she had, she had a little accident and, or not an accident. She, I think she did it intentionally. And I had to scold her and, uh, I fall through with my discipline when the dog, when I know that it's going to work when it's effective. Yeah. I did not find what was effective with Sigmund. Right. So nothing was effective. With those chore charts. I mean, you're wasting yeah. your time if you get a kid. You're like right. Mine. If I don't have a child, that's totally true. What a good point. I'm going to have to. I just hope that I get a child who knows how to fall in line with a chore chart. <laughs> that's really what I'm praying for over here. You want another Sarah? Yeah. How can I get that? God. And you know, my mom didn't give us a chore chart growing up. No, me neither. And I was like. D- I wanted more than anything. I'm like, please, God, judge me and, and rate my my behavior with, with stars and please give me oh, like, you wanted a it. praise. That's all I wanted. Take. I'm like, yeah. And then I, all I wanted, that and I wanted to go to a private school where I got to wear a uniform so bad. I'm like, what kid wants that? That's really That's exactly. That is what I wanted. Yeah. I mean, my I, nothing was expected of me. I had no chores. And I don't know how I became industrious and hardworking because I was yeah, not well required to do anything. But oh, so were the older children in your family like given the responsibility of mm, like not who really was, who was like okay no there who's was, doing the chores? I think she sort of was like you're saying where you're like oh forget it I'll just do it. Oh, gosh. I mean, occasionally she might say, oh, sweep up the kitchen or something, but there was nothing. Did, like, Renee babysit you guys? No. Oh, you guys were just, like... It was just anarchy. It really was. I think, you know, when you're poor and you have a ton of kids, it is just survival. Okay, yeah. There's no organization. (laughs) That is Mm -hmm. different. That's Mm -hmm. one word for it. Yeah. That's different. (laughs) But, I mean, I'm grateful that somehow I picked up not to be lazy, maybe from watching my mom bust well, her ass. Or I think it was a matter of like, you, th- there's no other option. Yeah, In right. a house with eight, it's like, so I think about when, when we went uh, on that camping trip in the Airstream and it's two people and two dogs in mm-hmm. 20 feet, a, small space, a yeah. small space. And I had to be so organized. And so like every single thing had to go back. You couldn't have anything out. You couldn't have a lot of personal items. So it made you kind of like clean up after yourself and, and do that because it's like you have to or your stuff's going to get like lost in the mix. Your, you know, your favorite uh, smiley face zipper coin purse is going to accidentally get thrown away or something <laughs> like that. You have to like be, cr- create like order and structure for yourself. So that's probably maybe why you gravitate towards that or liked that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Well, now I'm applying that hardworking uh, spirit to using OpenFit and getting my button gear 
By the way, I saw somebody put um, under a picture of me and you that we both need to eat a sandwich, which, by the way, thank you for saying. Uh, But Also, I love sandwiches. I eat them all the time. In fact, I had a burger for dinner last night. We are eating lots of sandwiches. We're just also working out and trying to stay strong and, um, you know, keep our bodies moving. Fall's coming. It's such a busy time of year, but you can get some change and get in a little routine. I think it's a good time of year to kind of start a routine because everyone's going back to school and all that jazz and get a good momentum going so that you don't burn out and like, like crash during the holidays and you can kind of like, you know, and be like throw the baby out with the bathwater kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. You can do their extend bar workout, which is great because you can save all the money instead of getting a gym membership. Um, they have a great new video called rough around the edges with six badass stunt women, which is really cool. cool. And uh, you'll see results within the first 30 days. I know I did. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And t- you can text their code BRAINCANDY to 303030. And you can join us on our fitness journey personalized for you. Right now during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text 303030 and use the code BRAINCANDY. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text BRAINCANDY to 303030. Um, Standard message and data rates may apply, but just so we're clear, this is basically like the Netflix of workout videos. So you can watch it on your Roku or a tablet or your TV or smartphone, wherever you are, a hotel or your house wherever and uh get your workout in without having to go yeah. to the gym which is really and cool. like you know tag us or like you know add us and uh or tweet us or whatever uh at, with the videos that you like because i always like knowing what you guys like to do and yeah, i like finding idea. new videos like that like i would have never clicked on the bar once had you not said anything oh yeah about that and then i'm like oh right that's cool yeah so sometimes for, like, i get core. in like a workout rut like a i do the same thing over and over and it's super important and good to mix it up and you know work out different, all that stuff. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Um, I read an article about these people in San Francisco that, you know how it's so expensive to live there and um, I imagine homelessness and things like that are a real problem because no one can afford housing um, in San Francisco. But I was just having this conversation. I mean, we think it's bad here, but it is worse there. And, um, they there certain people are going into the neighborhoods where like the tech bro billionaires live like Zuckerberg mm-hmm. and they're just going through their trash and living off the trash of billionaires. Oh my god. Which I guess is one way to do it. Yeah, I mean not the worst idea. But, but it's just such a You know sad what I want to do is I want to go to all the Goodwill and Salvation armies up there. Ooh, can you imagine? God, cuz they're all local stuff. Ooh, Dude. that'd be good. That's like almost worth a trip up there, Suze. <laughs> right what are we doing road trip right. road trip to sf have you ever gone through someone's garbage never in a million years not <laughs> even my like maybe my own once to find a retainer that i accidentally threw away or something right right like no in fact you know why because what is the thing that i hate the most Susie? Uh, that things I'm that scurry by? and also mysterious wetness. Correct, and w- both of those things you can find in trash cans. <laughs> That's why I Susie, thought it was the scurry th- at first. This is hilarious. <laughs> that was the best. Like, what? What is the Justin Timberlake, uh, Jimmy Fallon best friend game? Like, we just crushed it right there. This is why you and I are the best ever at Pictionary <laughs> or the best ever at like any of those things because we already know. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. finish my sentences when we played that game for our Patreon where. 
Basically that was my like favorite, the newlywed. the newlywed game. That and was my favorite. You had to answer what my biggest fear was, and you just said buried alive, which it absolutely is. And that's yeah. the same thing. It made me laugh that you know that. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, but but there was the funny part about that was, like, first, I was no, like, I know. you were, like, my biggest fear. And I was like, Don't and I had to preface it with, like, like no, failure. like, real fear. Like, not, like, fear of failure, blah, 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 which is, like, you know. And I had written failure, so I had right. to change it. Because <laughs> I knew exactly where your mind went with that. <laughs> God, that's so funny. Where can people find that video? That's on patreon.com slash brain candy. Oh By the way, we've done a whole revamping of our Patreon. I'm so excited. It's going to be the best, people. This is... We're bringing you it's really like cool. really cool, amazing content. People kept email. I'm just like going into this, Susie, and yeah, probably like running over everything you're going to no, say. No, go ahead. But so I've been getting emails. You know, I love being able to work with clients in California, and it's so great that the listeners have been contacting me and, and reaching out for therapy, and I'm so excited to start working with you guys. Um, but there are a lot of people who live in other states or maybe people who, you know, aren't ready to sit down and have a whole session or really like dive deep into it, but maybe have a question they want answered. And also, you know, we've got like two smart brains over here and we've like, you know, dealt with a lot of shit in our life, yeah, good, bad, and, and others. And, you know, it's, it's like, we want to share with you the things that have helped us and answer all your questions and, you know, put all these freaking like letters behind my name and Susie's name to good use. And uh, so we're doing like a, what would you call, oh, what are we calling it? Reality check, Q&A sort of weekly or, or periodic uh, videos for you guys. Yeah, I think it's such a great way, like... The idea is so good because we're going to, you know, if you have, if you want advice, like we joke about, like, are you going to cut bangs? <laughs> we'll weigh in. And I just also love if we have guests on from reality TV that we're getting deep and talking about things that yes. matter and things yes. that they use to cope and do their life and start businesses or whatever. It's just so much more substantive. Than just God, you're so much better the at the elevator pitch than I am. I just get so excited. I'm like, and we're gonna, it's gonna be so much fun, and we're just like gonna talk, and you're gonna be there, and I'm gonna be there, and like, Susie's so like, here's what's really gonna happen. But those things are true, and I just think this is a great way for our audience to enjoy the expertise and whatever approach that we have to yes. advice, but also to, you know, we want to talk about pop culture and be irreverent and. Talk about reality TV, but we needed more substance. Yes, and and be able to like connect with you guys in a really deep way, and and turn our you know those like uh, live Q and A kind of challenge content stuff we were doing. What that ended up being is a lot of us just talking about these things anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now, especially like, let's book just clubs like, like that. Yes, mm-hmm. let's like dig in and dive dive in and and really like connect and feel like a community, and it feels really good. To, I mean, there's so. So many benefits to that. Yeah, so go to patreon.com uh, slash brain candy to check it out. See if you want to sign up for one of the tiers. So yes. fun. Oh, I, I love connecting wait. with our little brainiac community. Me too. I just get so much out of it. Well, I was reading this article about how, I mean, what we have with Patreon and our brainiacs is similar to what a lot of people are getting out of um, like Facebook groups. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have moved away from the way they used to use Facebook, but now they're into these private groups where 
Like even our brainiac Emily, who is on Jeopardy. There's a Jeopardy oh, women's yeah. group. Any woman yeah. that's been on Jeopardy is allowed to be in this group. <sighs> that's cool. And so they have a community, and they probably have a lot of shared interests. And my God, yes. I just think that's cool, and it's almost like what you would get out of church. Yeah. Um, feeling like you have a, a group, and I think we have that with our brainiacs. Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, that is so true. But it makes people feel seen, and I think that that can be a problem with social media is sometimes mm-hmm. we just feel alone. Yeah. Um, and it's oh. nice to find a little spot in the ether where you're like, okay, these people know me, they get me, Yeah. whatever. Yeah, even better when we can have, like, you know, meetups and, yeah. and fun stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, truly and, connect. Yeah. I've um, got an event in San Diego you can come and check out. Oh, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. September 21st. That's fun. Yes. Oh, wait, that'll that's going to be before this airs, so you'll have to just... I had a great event in San Diego. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's so fun to see you guys there. I, I think that is going to be a fun event, event, though, but we'll have to find out from you next yes. time. Yes. Um, and when you're at the event, people are going to be working out, right? Yes. And they might need to stay hydrated. They definitely will. And if they want to stay hydrated, the best way to do that is liquid IV. Sure is. It's a little packet of powder that you can just pour right into your water bottle or your drink. And it can help you deal with jet lag when you're traveling. Um, So good, yeah. It's perfect to keep in your car, to give to your kids after their practices. Or, you know, if you're just out and about doing stuff, going to the gym, and it will hydrate you two to three times faster than water. They have it at Costco now, so you can get it there. Oh, cool. And it's just a healthy alternative to those sugary sports drinks, and it's just very convenient. We use it all the time in this household. We love Liquid IV. We know you will too. And right now our listeners get 25% off at liquidiv.com when you use our code CANDY at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order at Liquid IV's website. Go to liquidiv.com and enter our code CANDY to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquidiv.com, promo code CANDY. Don't wait. Get Mm -hmm. properly hydrated today, Sarah. So I am. Don't you worry. Um, I use that stuff like crazy. Okay. Next topic. Uh, did we, oh, there was a great article in the New York times talking Mm -hmm. about how, I think the title was, why don't women have comebacks like Tiger Woods? Oh, like basically making the argument that we're not permitted. Like if we fuck up and we, oh, totally aren't doing bad stuff, there is no like comeback story. And I totally true. uh, would have to agree with that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anybody who... No, we like... And they even used athletes as the example. Yeah, I was trying to think. I I don't know. I don't want to say Steffi Graf. I I think I have the name wrong. There was a a female tennis player that was, I think, doing drugs and getting into trouble. Mm. And it just ended her career. She lost all of her sponsors and all that. And it was just the end of the story. Whereas with Tiger, I mean... He might have lost a, a few things, but he was in no way suffering due to his crazy no. meltdown. Right. Yeah, that does. And I, I was just watching, uh, oh, my God, I love this show every year when it comes out. Training Camp. Uh, it's like a, on HBO. or It's called Hard Knocks, I think. No, maybe it was Training Camp. I can't remember. But um, 
No, it's called Hard Knocks Training Camp with the Oakland Raiders. That's what it's called. And so every year they take a, a football, an NFL team, and they like showcase, like you know, like go in depth with the players in their like training camp right before. And there was one player for the Oakland Raiders who um, like had a problem with drugs, and now he's like crushing it and he's like got the whole comeback story and the reason why I like loved watching the show was like I wanted to hear about his comeback story and why like I was super into it and I wonder if you know if I would even have the same reaction if it were a female like I want to say that I would but I don't I think I'm it why are we so much we're like more critical and harsh and then like label like that's that's it. Well, it seems to me that the standards are higher regardless for women that we're expected to oh, behave that's in an ca- appropriate that's ca- way. Yes. So, and like to, to do that stuff to begin with. Yeah, is like, like the fall like, is yeah, greater. Correct. Oh, totally. Even because though, like, I mean, when and that I'm all about thing, second chances, but yeah. it's totally different. You're right. I don't know. It just feels like we're so forgiving and we love to hear that, oh, they're doing, they've got their act together. But with women, it's always like she's unhinged. It's kind of like mm-hmm. that debate we were doing about um, is there anyone that's had a meltdown a la Charlie Sheen who right. then was – it's similar. It's like can yeah, they totally. come back? And, and we had trouble. Of, I keep thinking of Roseanne like that pops in my head and how she didn't even – like she had a few of those and, and never like – it just made people not like her. Yeah, hers kept getting worse, didn't it? Worse, Yeah. And even and when like, she was, they had the revival and she was on it, it still felt like this is going to implode. Uh-huh. And it did. Yeah, it sure did. So I'm yeah. not into that, but I like hearing things like that because it makes you more aware of the way that you think about women who have, for yeah. example, Lindsay Lohan. I'm not rooting oh for her, God. if I'm honest. I, I know. That's what I'm, that is what I was saying with the football player, like, yeah. where I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't know why, I'm not rooting for her either. Even though I, I, oh God, I wish, you know, I wish I were. And I would, because. Like it helps identify your own blind spots when you read stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, I kind of, I'm not rooting for her to have a comeback. Right. Right. Every time she tries something, I'm like, oh boy. Mm. Maybe because it seems like she's. However, I'm rooting for Brittany. True. I am rooting for Brittany, but I don't think that story is going to get any better. Me either. Mm -mm. Oh, God. Do you think it's because she's not bright? Oh. Because, I mean, not to she be She does kind of see... I, well, it seems like she's... Um, yeah, it's, it's... The lights aren't on there. No, I agree. The, 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 <laughs> con, like the, and I wonder if that's what happens when you kind of are in this weird... Like you yeah, had a lot bubble. of your like, maturation like stunted mm-hmm. and yeah, and you weren't... And then... You know, I mean, I did commercials for like a minute when I was younger. Yeah, I have some really funny headshots, uh, <laughs> and oh, don't worry, I'll post them. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I remember being on set and having you know because you have to go to school on set and they have teachers there. They they didn't teach me a freaking thing, and they didn't. It was like here, do this worksheet. And they were so easy. Mm-hmm. And I just can't imagine her getting the kind of education that is the equivalent to even just the socialization. Mm-hmm. That even like somebody who has homeschools, they still have like a lot of those like events and activities and like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, it's kind of depends. Like active just, and all if stuff. you have good yes. parents, you're yes, probably going to be okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, correct. Yeah. But when there's dysfunction and things oh. are not good. You need some help sometimes. <laughs> My mom, she's like, I just watched this um, documentary about Marilyn Monroe, and she reminds me of you. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Oh, God. And she goes, well, that's not what you want to hear. Well, I'm thinking, like, what do you mean? Like, she's so pretty. And she's like, because she's like, was never happy. <laughs> oh, I knew she. I was like, God, please don't say she was satisfied. depressed. Yeah. Oh, no. Susie, well, I mean, don't she, listen to her. I mean, it's a, it's true, though. I am. I'm, I'm always uh, restless. Yeah, that but is, that restlessness is your motivation f- towards like, success. Yeah, I channel and it. For, it's a good thing. I know. Yes. Yes. We can look She's at like, everything. She's like, I just wish you like, were like when you were a kid, when you were so happy. I'm like, well, maybe that was the weird part. Yeah. Maybe it's not maybe. weird to feel that way as an adult when you realize, oh, the world's on fire. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that was ignorance. Oh, that was joyful, yeah. but it was ignorant. Yeah. And now, oh my God, yeah. And good thing you could be a little bit like that in childhood, but right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, even I am like a pretty happy, optimistic person, and understand that I can come off as annoying. <laughs> my God. I'm a little too excited, like on the ride to Disneyland, and I get it. I gotta like tone yeah, it down because nobody likes that. Sarah, calm down. Calm down. You know how we used to have that theory, and we still do, frankly. We just don't discuss it about how what's inside your microwave is totally symbolic of your whole life. Hundred percent. I think that you could also make the argument that your freezer is one of the same litmus tests. Correct. 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 There was like a really cute piece about it on Medium. Um, It was just talking about kind of that idea like what's in your freezer and i thought yeah because depending on your life there can be some real weird and old and gross things in there or real healthy and yummy things what's in your fridge freezer i mean it's really clean and organized and you know just the normal stuff i guess the only weird thing is like an ice cube tray that's like i think it's like star wars or something that's cool. That makes like you Star know, Wars ones. You know what Susie always has, people? Multiple <laughs> flavors of ice cream. Oh, hell yeah. Like, not just one. You go over there and she's like, <laughs> you want a sweet treat? And you're like, yeah. And she's like, would you like mint chip, chocolate chip, or Double fudge brownie. Dough? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, but God, I can't even decide. There's so many options. <laughs> yeah, you really had trouble choosing. I did because I like have never had that option in... in and, you know, here's something I've learned from you. Okay. That, that, is, that went against what I thought would be the right way to do things. Yeah. So I thought for forever mm-hmm. that if I just keep all of this stuff, like the, the yeah. like little delicious treats that I like, out of my house, yeah. that I will be healthier and I yeah. will do better. And I think but for what a lot ends of people that does work. Yes, totally. But I'm already well better. Like I'm not, I'm yeah. not eating... Like, step one, don't eat crap. Like, we're talking, like, I, you know, so I'm already not eating crap. I'm eating, like, you know, the good stuff. But I just, like, won't have ice cream, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, that little extra thing. And, or even, like, Ritz crackers. Because I'm like, I can't control myself. I'll eat the whole sleeve. Yeah. Well, what I've learned is that when I do have it there, I eat less. And I only, like, I when I have, like, right. Mm -hmm. When I have, like three different kinds of ice cream in there, I'll like have a little bit and you know. 
Yeah, I mean, that's how I do it. And I, I it think works. it works also with my son because he doesn't think anything is like off limits. Like, we have a candy jar. Oh my God, and- that's totally it. That is yeah. 100% it. There, nothing's off limits. Oh, Susie. Yes. Yeah. And then I think it does help train your body of like, just listen to your body. Like, if you're in the mood for something sweet, like, have something sweet. You're so, it's so the right way to be eating. Cause I just had a really weird relationship with food growing up. Yeah. Cause my, like my mom didn't have good eating. Like she wasn't consistent with her eating habits and she would just like not eat all day. And then like eat at night yeah. and all this stuff. And I just didn't pick. And then she would like try to say, nope, we can't like, she didn't have anything like that in the house. And then my brother like had just, he would just go nut. He was real sensitive to sugar and everything. And you know, he just had ADHD and the doctors told him that he was allergic to chocolate. From what I've observed amongst people, it does feel like they pathologize sort of just normal human cravings for certain things. Yeah. And so they'll abstain and then all of a sudden they can't take it anymore. That's me. And then they have like too much. Right, that is totally me. That's yeah. what I would do. And it would be like, I'll go crazy. And like, I realized that the first night, I told you this, I spent the night at your house and then I like had multiple trips to the pantry, <laughs> the pantry. for your jar of M&Ms. Yeah. And after the first night, I was like, well, I don't want to do that anymore. And it was like, <laughs> I had like, I had like OD'd on it and yeah. I was like, no, I'm good. And I know it's there and I don't have to have it. But it was like the first time I was like, oh, it's kind of like when I would like go to spend the night at friends' houses and they would have the sugary cereal. Oh my God, I did never love allowed that. to have that. And I was like, I've got everything. Oh my God. And- yeah. Remember how I told you growing up, my best friend Leah had her family owned a chocolate factory. Oh my God. And I mean, like come going on. over to her house, I just Please. thought I am in Camelot. This is amazing. You are. You are in, yes. Right? It's magical. What's in your freezer right now? Anything you have? Oh my God, really this is funny. Yeah. In. So in my freezer, well, first of all, I was mad because <laughs> like they didn't do a good job cleaning properly before Ugh, gross. and I'm like protesting and well, I, I'm, they're coming like this week to go cl- come clean the house. Well, technically on the weekend, whatever. Um, so I having somebody like come and like clean it all. But I won't even want to put any of my food in there because it still feels like it's got the old apartment people's, like, stuff on it. Yeah. So the only thing that I have in there, this is real funny, I have uh, a box of Trader Joe's hash browns that I like to include (laughs) in my breakfast. Yep, in my breakfast burrito. (laughs) Uh, I have a one thing of ice cream that's almost all the way out that's like the good kind of ice cream like gelato not even oh like my god like is it called yeah i went fancy or whatever yes i've never I had bought that. that oh my god it's so good get the double chocolate it's amazing okay. uh and then in the ice tray is a rose quartz face roller wow <laughs> yeah where did you get it like like just uh, like at at like a you know Ulta Beauty or whatever those like beauty. I've like heard a little, they're you know, amazing. Like the little rollers. I notice a huge difference when I use it and like reduce puffing. This is not an ad. This is just That's like amazing. you know. And I just That's keep funny. it in the freezer because when it's cool That's what and they you say. like roll that under your eyes and like around yeah. your jaw. It's kind of like you know when you go get like a massage and you can feel the knots in your yeah. back when they use them. When when I roll it over my face, I can feel like the knots in my jaw, like in in the muscles around my face. Wow. And then I roll it over and it like breaks it all up, and I just feel like does my it, skin is all glowier. Does it, it could all be in my smell head, but I like love it. food though? No, 
It's okay. in my freezer. You know what how that is. Sometimes when you put something oh. in the freezer, it kind of yeah. like takes oh, off like yeah. a weird Maybe smell. if I had a bunch of stuff in there, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I hope but if here's you asked what me I what want. was in my fridge before, right. what, before I moved, yeah. holy crap. It was stocked up. So much stuff that we never ate. And then like Landon's mom would always come and, and I loved her for this, but we never ate it. <laughs> I love the, 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 the offer, the, mm-hmm. the thought. Thank you. She would always bring up, bring over soup. Oh. So we had like four things of, of soup going on. Soup in there. <laughs> great. <laughs> I want be great. our listeners to take a picture of their freezer and yes. tag me in it. I'm dying to know what's in there. It's so weird. I'm become obsessed with this. Yeah. Well, I feel like I should like clean out my freezer and then take a picture of what's in there because it's like I couldn't. I don't want anybody to see what the. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not. It's your not fault. my dirt. It's Mm-mm. the other. I only. I just moved in, and I was like, this we'll is you. not acceptable for me. So yeah, your I homework take it with a dishwasher. is take a picture of your freezer, yes. tag us in it, then yes. subscribe and leave a five star review. Do all those things. And then we'll be back. Suze, take a picture of your freezer. Yeah, I will. I'll post Yours it on great. our Instagram. Yours is definitely photo wor- like worthy. Yeah, I'm sure there's Yours some like quirky the, stuff in Yours there. is like the Giselle of refrigerator <laughs> photos. So good That's looking. That's great. Yeah. We'll see what everyone has going on in there. Freezer. And we'll see you next time, people. All right. Bye, guys. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.